Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. At 91 years young, Sylvia Anthony has no plans to sit idle on the couch. In 1987, she founded Sylvia's Haven, a Boston-area shelter for women and children, and it remains her magnificent obsession. Today on Connections, Sylvia shares her remarkable story of tragedy and triumph, how she reconnected with her soulmate, and the message from God that prompted her philanthropy in her new book, Till the End of Time. We're joined again today by Sylvia Anthony. She is 91 years old and has no plans to stop anytime soon. She's the founder and president of Sylvia's Haven, which is a Boston area shelter for homeless women and children that she launched in 1987. She now can add to her title author. She's recently put a book together called Till the End of Time. Now, Sylvia, can you tell us a little bit more about Sylvia's Haven and why you started it? Sylvia's Haven is a shelter for homeless women and children. It started out being called Life of the Little Ones. It was just for pregnant girls. But uh, then when we had the opportunity to go to Fort Devens under the McKinney Act, I was given for uh, a lease on Fort Devens, which is an army camp. This this McKinney Act states that you have, uh, that if there is a base closing down, X amount of space had to be given to the homeless. I heard about it. I inquired about it. And then after I inquired, I got a letter from the federal government telling me that Fort Devens was closing down. And by this time I was operating the shelter on the life of the little ones. And they said it was closing down. And if I were interested, they sent us a whole big sheet full of all these buildings that were going to be available. 48% of the base was going to be closed. And they said, you can pick what you want. And if you send in a letter of intent and a proposal, and we sh- we'll let you know within 30 days, he said, you, you, can, you can lease it for a dollar a year. I picked 50 chap, uh, 50 chap townhouses that the staff sergeants had. I think I, uh, I also picked the post chapel worth $18 million that was on five acres of land and 50 townhouses. And uh, right away, the people started coming in and and it, it, it was i processed 100 women and children every year for nine years until the state come in and wanted the property then a big legal battle ensued for four years they never won the battle they had to pay me off but they paid me off pittance so now i only have one place again but now god has put it in my hand to have a shelter in every state and I went to a meeting of a group of people once and a young couple come over to me in their forties, I believe. And they said they wanted to have a shelter. So now they're in Portland, Oregon. And I think that they're, they're putting it together now as we speak. So now my job isn't done. God has got to have one in every state. And we'll do that one and maybe more places like New York, they, it's such a large state. We could have one in New York City, one in Albany, and one in any other state there in Buffalo or whatever. Like the end, so, like the title of your book, you plan to do this till the end of time. It's till the end of time. Yes. Tell me a little bit more about your book 
and why you decided to put this book together. Well, when I became uh, when I uh, became uh, uh, what well, I'm trying to think about it. Everybody was telling me when I was in the, uh, doing the shelter, you should write a book. You should write a book. Well, finally, I decided to write the book, and it tells of my childhood. It tells of all of these things. It tells of my love life. Because my husband, when my and my second husband weren't the only one, I had a a, a man that I uh, a, when I was a child, a, a childhood sweetheart, that really was the love of my life, and he comes in and out of the picture all the time, right up until the end, when we we ended up actually not living together. We never did, but we became soulmates, and he helped me. Uh, put the shelter together at Fort Devens, uh, carrying the furniture, picking up furniture for people that were donating it. He worked tremendously hard. And at one point for 10 years, he would, before I got married to my second husband, he would take care of my children as I, as I would go out. And uh, the story is, is about love as well as as everything else, it is an all-inclusive story, and it has many, many factors that I, I've had people tell me over and over again, once they read the book, they couldn't put it down. And uh, I, it was number one, as you could see, on Amazon in four different categories. It even passed Joel Oldstein. Amazing. Did you think at 91, you'd be number one uh, on the bestsellers or one of the number one bestsellers? Yeah, but that's it. That's the way it is. And the, the, I'm going to make I'm going to do another chapter of it. it this goes up to page uh, age 85. I am now doing up to age 90. I'm adding and revising it now. That's amazing. I, I've got uh, 2016 and 2017 done. It'll be a few weeks before I'll have the whole thing done. And I'll republish it again. And it's my hope that this time we can get it either in a movie or a TV series. It's so long. Everybody tells me it really needs to be a TV series. And I think it would be wonderful. A lot different than most of the baloney that they have on TV today. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, for people... <laughs> for people who want to learn more about you or about your book or about Sylvia's Haven, how can they do that? Yeah. That's where they'll learn it all. They'll know, Once they read my book, they'll know me from tip to toe <laughs> and, and everything in between. And in, one theory, in the end, there's a whole paragraph of testimonials from the girls telling how much they you know, how much they appreciate what I've done for them. One of the girls that was born in my place is now a lawyer. And when her mother was pregnant with her in my place, and that, oh, by the way, that changed, when I went to Fort Devons, we changed the place to name to Sylvia's Haven and opened it up to all homeless women, whether they were pregnant or not. And, um, that's what it ended up, ended up being. But this particular girl, her mother came to me. She was my 10th client pregnant. 
and she had the baby there. And her grandmother always said to me, I will always keep you informed because the grandmother ended up raising that child. And she says, I'll always keep you informed. And she had. And uh, she put the girl through private school. But she, she got two double promotions. She would send me pictures of the birthdays and whatnot. She always kept in touch with me. And uh, then when her husband died, for some reason, she suddenly went into a financial drop, I think, before the husband died. And the father of the baby found out. And they lived in Nigeria. And he told them that if they brought the girl back to Massachusetts, that he would gladly have the girl live with him. And he would, she, he would put her to college. And she went to Suffolk Law and she became a lawyer. And now she's getting married next August. And I'll be invited to the wedding. And the last two years of her college education, her grandmother called me and said she wants to live closer to Boston, nearer the college. And she was quite a way uh, far away. She says, have you got any place there? I said, sure. So for the last two years of her college, she stayed with me. And uh, I certainly went to her graduation. And while I was there, a woman looked at me and she says, is this one of your grandchildren that is graduating? I says, no, she was born in my shelter and her face dropped a mile. Wow. But, you know, the good so far exceeds the bad that, I mean, yes, you have some troubles, but the good to see things like that, to see a girl evolve. So, and now I'm going to be invited to her wedding. I mean, it's, what else could you ask for? It's full circle. It's amazing. Do you... Do you have any plans to ever stop? Or will you, like your book says, go... Absolutely not. Absolutely not. As far as I'm concerned, I'll do what God wants me to do right up until the day he takes me home. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what I'm hearing from you. You had such a horrible, rough start to your life. But as long as you've got God in your life, you can succeed. Well, that's God's leading, and and that's what I go by. That's how I, I've led my whole life, and I just go about doing what he wants me to do the way he wants me to do it, and he takes care of the rest. It's been a great pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you so much for making time for us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you very, very much, and believe me, if they... They, they will go to Amazon and buy the book. Or if they want to, if the people would want a book from me, I would give it to them for a donation to Sylvia's Haven. Uh, I can give you my address and my phone number. Is that all right? Sure. Do you have an email address for them? Yeah. Okay. It's Sylvia's Haven Inc. at AOL.com. That's spelled S Y L. B-I-A-S-H-A-V-E-N-I-N-C at AOL.com. Fantastic. They can ask them to me. I will send it to them for any donation that they want to give to Sylvia's Haven. What are your words of wisdom for any other women or young ladies that may be out there that 
are going through a similar situation that you went through when you were younger, what would you say to them? First of all, make God the center of your life. And he will help you. God is a good God. He didn't make anyone to suffer. If you've had your problems and whatnot, if you're homeless, seek help. If you're not homeless, just stay close to God. Give yourself over to God and tell him that you need his help. And he won't let you down. He'll give you everything you desire if you will just turn yourself over to him. Thank you so much, Sylvia. Such great advice. Thank you so much for joining us over the past two days, Sylvia. Remember, if you want to listen to the full conversation, you can do that by listening to Connections. It airs twice a day, once in the morning as well as once in the evening. You can also find the podcast version at podcastville.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcasts from. We'll talk to you again on Connections.